Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is guilty pleasures. <laughs> <laughs> For once, I was speechless. Wow. Wow, crazy. Guilty pleasures. So, first of all, <clears throat> Bree has a cough. So yeah, I think that's probably why I was. Yeah, my guilty pleasure is not hearing Brie <laughs> cough. It's hard because the two things that I love the most, talking and laughing, I can't really do right now. Yeah. So when I laugh really hard, I can like feel it coming. Or when I talk a lot, and we're literally doing a podcast, so this is going to be rough. Yeah, I got to Bree's house, and she's like, oh, by the way, when I talk for more than, like, 10 seconds, or I laugh in the slightest, I cough really loud. And I was like, (laughs) great! Oh my gosh, but I have my big glass of rosé, so... Perfect. It'll be alright. I have my nude vodka soda. (laughs) Yes, baby! (laughs) Okay, so first of all, I think, like, guilty pleasures... As much as they're called guilty pleasures, I really don't feel guilty about anything I like. You know? Me neither, really. Like, I'm like, it's just a pleasure to me. Yeah. That's true. I think that there's a certain type of person. I don't know if it's, like, a pride thing or if... I don't know. If they're, like, trying to be perceived a certain way that would consider... The things that I like and outwardly like. Guilty pleasures. Right. Such as reality TV. Of course. But, um, I don't know. I feel like I've lost all pride and self-worth a long time ago, so. Totally. Like, in, (laughs) like, high school, I would consider, like, all the pop stars I like, like, guilty pleasures. Because I would be like, oh my god, no, I don't, like, listen to, like, Beyonce, no. Like, maybe if it's, like, a guilty pleasure. But now I'm like, yeah, like, I literally will fight you. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what the thing is, is that guilty pleasures are good. Like, people that are denying it, like, shut up. You're just trying to act all cool. But everyone knows that if you sat down and actually got into, like, the first three episodes of Jersey Shore, you would be, like, in it for the long haul. Totally. Yeah. But, and then, isn't it weird how it's a guilty pleasure, and then, like, a certain few people start talking about it, and then it's, like, normal, and then it's, like, okay? Yeah. Like, do you remember that in high school, speaking of Jersey Shore, with Jersey Shore? Yeah. Like, I remember, like, starting to watch it, and being, like, because it was still at that phase of my life, agreed that I was, like, trying to be cool. And, and you're like, yeah, whatever. I saw, like, an episode. It was like, whatever. Yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> and then, like, I remember a couple of the, like, cool guys were like, oh, Jersey Shore's the best show. And then everyone would literally, like, Facebook, like, live, well, now it's live tweet, but I don't even know what you'd call live <laughs> Facebooking, live statusing about the Jersey Shore MSN episodes. live. <laughs> yeah, we'd have, like, meetups and watching it. So, like, really, like, everyone loves it. It's just, like, they're... They're behind the times yeah, is what I like to exactly. think. Exactly. Yeah. They're just trying to wa- ride the cool wave and like we're a step ahead. Yeah. Our wave has already passed them. Yeah. They're trying to paddle up to it. We're surfing. Get out the way, beach. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, so true though because one of my really good friends and his boyfriend, um, his boyfriend loves RuPaul. Yeah. And he was always like, oh my God, I hate RuPaul's Drag Race. Like I just like, I never watch it. Like it's so stupid. I can't believe you guys watch it. Yeah. And then... Just after, like, months and months of trying to get him to watch, like, a single episode, he watched an episode, and now literally every week he's like, oh my god, did you see? Like, I can't believe Shangela was robbed. But And yeah. I'm like, you bitch. It's <laughs> like, because it's good. Yeah, just I, stop denying yourself the simple pleasures of trash. <laughs> well, you know what it is? 
our lives, and I'm speaking for everyone out there, not just like us I was like, two, feed me here. some knowledge about my life, please. <laughs> are stressful enough. Like yeah. the world is dark and stressful enough that isn't it nice to be able to sit down and read like a trashy magazine or watch a trashy TV show that literally has your brain cells like in yoga. Yeah. If you think about it, like there's no thought needed. You're not piecing any plot together. You're using literally zero of your intelligence. Like only one of my eyes is focused on it. The other one is <laughs> like cross-eyed across the room. But it's like in a way, and I know a lot of people are going to be like disgusted by this statement, but in a way it's therapeutic. Because when I go home and I try and watch, I love documentaries. Yeah. But if I've had a stressful day and then I'm getting into like watching like three flipping deep documentaries on Netflix or on YouTube or whatever, I end that day even more stressed because I'm like, oh, the world. Oh, God. Totally. Sometimes you just need to round that off with a little Real Housewives. I'm like, listen, I've had a full week and I am trying to watch The Keepers, but that's enough dead nuns and Catholic school rape for me. Right? <laughs> like, I just need to see some white women fight over Rosé. Exactly. That's <laughs> no, but that's, but that's actually... Yeah. That's actually it. It's it. We have enough going on. And you know what my mom always calls it? She calls it bubble gum for the brain. Okay. Love her. And I always <laughs> love that because yeah. it is like bubble gum gives you zero nutrition. It's not helping you out, but it's just like, it's fun to chew. It's just like chew something away. to do. And stick it under a table. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you just, you know, you enjoy it for the couple minutes at last. And then like afterwards you leaves you a bad taste in your mouth and you're just like, oh, wow. And then you move on with your life. We're like on the brink of World War Three. Mm-hmm. Like our planet is dying. Yeah. Our entire ocean is plastic. We're literally flying in an endless abyss on like a giant garbage rock. <laughs> so like I'm over it. Just, you know, watch the shit. Yeah. I love when it's such a dad thing to do to be like, oh, like you watch such like shitty TV to like me and my mom. I'm like, first of all, dad, you love like American Idol. Yeah. Like, I'm like, let's not talk on. about trash phase here. <laughs> and like, I'm like, you also watch like car racing. It's literally people like driving around like four mm-hmm. left corners, mm-hmm. just like for hours. <laughs> but speaking to sports. Okay. I actually like that you brought this up because I've always found it a little strange that a lot of times the people that hate on people watching like reality television love like sports. Sp- uh, yeah. And I get that. Okay. Here's the, I get it. Like, okay. The difference is, is like, oh, well these are athletes and they're incredible and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, first of all, you're watching like darts. They're not an athlete. Yeah. Like settle down. Are, so, are, are people that play baseball really athletes? They're all like, doping. Yeah. Like come they're, on. <laughs> they're all just on like a shit ton of drugs. And like, you know, it's just. You're watching, it's your form of reality TV, really. You're watching, like, a competition go on. Yeah. And you know what you think you know about it. And you're living vicariously kind of through them because maybe you're not that level of an athlete or maybe, you know, it's your escape from the from your everyday world. Totally. So in a way, it's the same. Like, I, I don't own a $5 million mansion and get to just, like, sit around and drink rosé and go to, like fundraisers all day but it's nice to sit down and live through a woman that is every once in a while i also think it's funny because i love big brother and like survivor and my dad always like reams me out for loving big brother he's like that's such a trash show and i'm like honestly i feel like i'm learning more from watching big brother than i would ever learn from sports like i'm like wow look at that person catch another ball (laughs) but like in big brother and like survivor it's like 
obviously some of it's like trash and like people like hooking up which I'm also there for Mm -hmm. but so much of it is like a mind game and it's like it's like people like fucking with people and you know using like like a people game and I find that so interesting I'm like cool enjoy your sports it's like the ultimate psych experiment exactly and I was always intrigued like when I was in university I had always take my electives as a psych courses I was in business but I choose like the electives as psych and I people would laugh at me when I'd say well I've always been interested in psychology like no wonder I like these reality tv shows and they're like that's not psychology I'm like that is literally psychology (laughs) like that is what it is hi welcome like people are going into a house with all these different backgrounds and experiences and they have no outside distractions and you're just watching all these different moral codes and mentalities and different levels of intelligence and different like social cues literally bash into each other and you get to see the explosion. Totally. It's literally psych 101. And if you go back, like, you know, I, I drew the reference of there was that psychology experiment where they put, you know... 20 people into a pretend jail oh yeah and then yeah. they made them like the leaders and then they like, yeah there was, got, the, pr- there was yeah. the prisoners and the cops and then they like were stuck in there for you know a month or whatever and like slowly the people started to like believe it this is no different this is big brother and people start to believe these power trips that they have by connections they've made and all these different things yeah. so yeah if, if you're reading a psych textbook or if you're into that in university like don't put yourself so high on the pedestal that you think it's that different exactly because it's not. It's just watching humans interact, which I've always been interested in, whether it's in real life or on television. It's just like bunch, like watching a bunch of like experiment mice. Yeah. Except they just love like hot tub makeouts. As and well. somehow <laughs> they got people convinced that this was like an intriguing thing to do. Like exactly. they didn't actually have to force anyone there. Yeah. Which is like, oh, like or like there's one prize at the end. They're just like, please Better go in this house it. for. I, mm-hmm. I tried out for Big Brother Canada. But it was, like, when I was, like, less of a developed human. Okay. And I remember doing it and, like, just roasting the girls that I was with. Okay. Like, because when you try out, they, you, like, go into, like, a separate room and you talk to one of the, I guess, producers or whatever they are. Mm -hmm. And the people I was with were, like, such fucking losers. Like, sorry. But they kept being, like, oh, if you put me on, like, I won't shave my beard. Like, they kept trying to make, like... This if you put me on, I'll do this. And, like, that's not how it works. They're going to put you on if you have, like, a decent personality. Right. It's not, like, what you have to offer in terms of, like, a reward. Right. So I just remember the people I was with were, like, so lame. And I just kept roasting them. And then when I left, they, they were like, oh, my God, I really think you're going to get on. Like, you, like, were, like, so funny. And, like, yeah. you have, like, a defined look. But it was, like, when I was, like, once again, less of a developed human. But I now, like, want to try again. Yeah, why not? Give it another whirl. I have, like, a real person job, though, and I feel like I can't just take, like, four months off. To- That's the thing when I'm watching these reality TV shows. Like, no judgment, because, hell, if fucking Survivor called me up, mm. I would be there in a second. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. But it is crazy that these people, like, when you actually think about it, I mean, I feel like Survivor's harder in the sense that, obviously, you're eating just fucking rice and you have, like, no toothbrush or, like running water or anything exactly so in the sense of like hardship of living is harder but big brother i don't think people understand they are there for like four months yeah that is so 24 7 like four months to the biggest thing that gets me is you don't know what's going on with your family your friends the world like 
world events nothing for four months like, like 32 they could days be like oh okay. my god you win like hundred thousand dollars also like it's literally the world war three right yeah like survivor if you think about it if you make it halfway through you're there for like two weeks yeah right if you make it to the end of big brother or even halfway through it's two months and then after halfway through you're the jury so then you're sequestered in a house yeah so you are literally like committed to almost half a year of time not knowing what's going on with your family not and also on. like with no, like, such a poor shot at winning. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I would have a great shot at winning, but... No, but the thing is, too, with, like, those shows, especially Big Brother Canada, they have so many, like, spins now that Even... you can have the perfect game. And then, did you, you see get... that the other night? Like, triple eviction? Yeah. I was like, okay, so what? Like, I thought that they would bring on another head of household. Right. And then redo it. But it was literally like, okay, two people are gone by one person winning. Like, even if you played the most badass game, you you're screwed. Yeah. So, it's so much commitment. And then also, like, I used to kind of roll my eyes when people would be, like, crying and stuff. And then I think about it and I'm like, oh my god, if I was away that long for my family and my girlfriend and, like, not knowing what was going on in the outside world and feeling that disconnected and in a house with people that fucking hate me and I fucking hate them, I would be miserable. Yeah. Yeah. I think I actually could, like, do it because I, like, seclude myself a lot of the time mm-hmm. anyways. But I right. think, like, four months, even if somebody who secludes themselves, like, four months is a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And also, no wonder they start acting like crazy people because the other reality TV shows, from the research that I've done, people are standing there, like, cameramen are standing there with cameras in your face, right? Yeah. So the psychology of it is you're constantly seeing another human being there with a camera in your face. So you're constantly aware that you are on camera, which is why I think you don't see as many, like, crazy things go down on things like Survivor. I mean, it's also more of a PG show. I'm sure editing is there, but, like, you don't see, like, the hookups and all that kind of stuff as much because it's, like, they're constantly aware Whereas Big Brother, sure, the first couple weeks you see the little cameras go re re like around, but you don't ever actually see someone with a camera. No, and then you totally would just ignore all of that eventually. You, it would just become like white noise to you, yeah. and also the cameras in behind like the mirrors and stuff. You don't obnoxiously see cameras, so you'd just be like just sitting in a house, and it you just forget. Like fucking dick out, and they're like, oh my put god, your clothes on. <laughs> the one thing I always think about. Okay, this is fun to talk about. Is pooping. Well, yeah, I guess that's one issue, but like, let's. Like, what are the things that you think that you know you do at home that after a while you'd forget that cameras are watching you'd start doing? Because oh, I know mine. What's yours? One, picking my nose. Okay, I would definitely do that too. Like, I would be, there would be so many compilations of, from the live stream watching people of me picking my nose because subconsciously, like, if I feel like even anything in my nose, I, like, try and flick it out. <laughs> No, I know it's disgusting, but, but like we're no. all here for this, right? Like, let's be honest. Yeah. That would be something I do. Second, hair removal. I cannot think of more of a nightmare. Right? Like, imagine me like waxing my chest in the Big Brother fucking house. Well, I I legit have a mustache. Like, if I don't get rid of it, yeah. and I have a unibrow, so it's like all the cute little blonde girls are like, "Ooh, I just have a couple hairs to pluck." I'm like, "Excuse me, clear the washer for the next three <laughs> hours." <laughs> yeah, literally, while I like. Figure myself my out. <laughs> like, I can't imagine about that. I no. Mean, yeah, and also like, things you don't know. Like, what about, like, you, like, fart in your sleep or something? Oh, my God. I didn't even <laughs> think of that. Or you do know? weird shit in general yeah. in your sleep. Like, I 
there's times where I've gone on vacation with friends that I'm sleeping in like a hotel room, either in the same bed beside them or like, you know, when there's like two queen beds and yeah. you're in another one. And like, I sleep relatively naked. Well, first of all, I sleep naked all the time at home. But when I'm going on vacation with someone, like, you know, I try and be a little bit polite about it. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, I always wake up ass naked with like my ass on top of the covers, like sprawled out. So you would just be blurred the entire time. The entire time they'd be like, please. And it wouldn't even be a conscious thing. Like, I'd love to be the like you know, Trisha Paytas of this series or like the Tana Mojo who just like is okay doing that, but it wouldn't be even a conscious thing. Like I would just do that. And then I'd be looking back like, Oh my God, I look like that person the entire time. Yeah. So another great, would you call it reality? It's not reality. It's like set up reality that I know both of us love Uh is the real housewives. Oh yeah. This is, that's real life. Literally. I no, mean, honestly, for it, me, it like when is. I go to West Van, I'm like, this is it. No, I have insider info for you. Do you? Yeah. Ooh, late on the line. Okay, so I went to Whistler on a brand trip for Tourism Whistler. Mm-hmm. And for those listening, basically how that works is they'll invite either one or a certain group of influencers up for a certain thing that they have going on. So... For my trip, it was because they were opening up the Rainbow Crosswalks, so they invited like a bunch of LGBTQ influencers and media people to come up um, and hosted them for the weekend to be there for it and like in hopes that they would post about it. You know, that's how it works. Um, And then while you're there, you get to do a bunch of fun activities, whatever. So we were talking to our host who works for Whistler Tourism, um, Julie and I, and I was asking her because I was like, this is probably a pretty boring group for you, right? Because she's like this middle-aged straight lady, so wonderful and like so kind, but like they've probably had some pretty badass people up there, right? Yeah. Because I mean, it's Whistler and celebrities from around the world go there and when they go, they probably contact Tourism Whistler, who like their manager does, of course, who sets it all up for them and makes sure that they have like security and they get to do all the private activities and whatever else, right? So I was curious because I was like, Oh my God, when Justin Bieber came, did he like go through you guys? And she was like, yeah, because he wanted to do like runs on the mountain, but he didn't want like people to see him on the chairlift. So they right. like, they planned that all out for anyone visiting. Jesus, wow. Right? Or like uh, she said, um, who's that girl who used to be kind of like the Lindsay Lohan, but like even older, she'd wear like the white t-shirt with no bra underneath. Oh, what is her name? Blonde. Um, Nicole Richie? No, no, no. Like old, she's older. Oh, what is her name? Anna Nicole Smith. No, no, no. Younger. (laughs) She's like, was she in like Scary Movie or something like that? Oh, she's like... Anna Faris. No. Fuck, who is this? Okay. That kind. That kind. You'll get that. No, I need to know. But it's so... Who is it? Now it's going to drive me insane. Okay, who is this person? Like, um... She's kind of like a Pamela Anderson of sorts. But like, not that high. Um, Carmen Electra. No. She was in Scary Movie too. Uh, Celebrity. Oh, Jenna Jameson. No. She was in Scary Movie too. Fuck. (laughs) Oh my God. Who is this person? This is driving me nuts. She always looked cracked out. Kate Moss. Oh, fuck. Okay, we just need to move on. Courtney (laughs) Love. I like how we're just going to keep going. Someone listening will know. Britney Spears. Who I'm talking about. She was like same era as Britney Spears, but like much more down. Like, like. Like, not as famous. Okay. Anyways, she was there, and 
she had to, they like organized for her. There was like the wine festival going on. She asked for her plus 30 of her friends. And she asked for like golf carts to like go around the like arena. Wow. And like they, for like all 30 people. Where everyone else was walking around. So, like, they do crazy shit for, like, actual okay. celebs is where I was getting with yeah. all that, like, boring yeah, yeah. shit that you can cut out later. Um, and, or not. Maybe people like to listen to that. <laughs> us just guessing random names. I don't know. Um, Who's that scam? <laughs> literally. Like Pokemon. Damn it. <laughs> I was genuinely curious, like, you know, who are the big dogs that you've had and who are the most interesting groups? Because to her, we are obviously absolutely nobody. And yeah. just like, oh, these gay people are coming up for the crosswalk. Again. Jeez. <laughs> and um, she was like, oh, well, we did have the Real Housewives. <gasps> of Vancouver. Of OC. Oh. And do you remember the episode where uh, Tamara got her tongue stuck on the... Of course. Yeah? Yeah. That was in Whistler. Really? At one of the restaurants. So that's like one of the most famous scenes, right? Yeah. So, and actually, while we were there, one of our activities was to go to that ice room. And they showed us like where she was. This is where Tamara stunk? Literally. So... Like if you can see, there's still a little piece. (laughs) They have like a... We never thought it out. (laughs) Oh my God. There's her tongue ring. (laughs) Yeah, there's like a literal piece of her tongue on there. So... I asked her, I was like, oh my God, that must have been like crazy having them. And she's like, oh yeah, we had to like, you know, clear parts of the restaurants for them wherever they were going and like, you know, make sure like clear the different events and areas and restaurants for them because it was not only a guest visiting, but they were filming, right? So you have to make sure that everyone's aware. And like, I never really thought about that. Like, obviously when they go into a restaurant for all the people in the background, they have to sign releases and like all these things. So like everyone coming through the door of that restaurant that night has to sign and say, okay, they're okay with it. And so it's, as much as when you're watching it, I guess that is kind of the fake part. When you're watching it, you think like, oh, these people are like shocked that tables are being flipped or whatever. But like these people know that The Real Housewives is filming. So yeah, like it's in their like release, like tables will be flipped. Like there's going to be screaming, like that kind of stuff. Like sorry for your inconvenience, their meals are probably like comped. You know totally. what I mean? So anyways, she was saying that while they're in the restaurant, she was standing there and watching them and kind of like behind the cameras and mm-hmm. just making sure everything was going on okay. And, um, she was expecting because until this, she said she was super cynical of like the entire Real Housewives franchise and being like, oh, it's totally all scripted and they must know exactly what they were going to say and all this stuff. Yeah. And so she was talking to like the producer while they were filming and was like, oh, so like, tell me like for real, like, is this scripted? And he's like, no, absolutely not. And she's like kind of rolling her eyes, like, come on. And he's like, no, seriously, like give these women a little bit of wine and you will see their wheels start turning. And he said to her, all of them are so desperate for airtime because we pay them based, like their contracts when they're renewed, we pay them based on how much drama that's literally told to them they bring to the show. Like of the course. better it is, yeah. the more it is. But like the drama has to have backing, right? So, so it can't, can't just be decide. like fake. Yeah. So they are constantly trying to pick fights with each other. So while it is over exaggerated like it's not scripted like they're not told to say these things they're not told prompts like these women are just nuts of course and they get actually blackout like she said that the scene when she watched on the show was like you know 10 minutes long or whatever it was probably like three hours she said they were sitting there for six hours and the entire time open bar so they're all just getting like smashed 
And she said that, like, they probably didn't even use the first, like, three hours because they just wait for it to get more and more. And she said it was so weird because you could just, like, see Tamara sitting there and just, like, waiting for, like... Something to... Ways to poke at people. Yeah. But she did say that when she got her tongue stuck, like, that was absolutely real and unexpected. And she was, like, so terrified. And she, like, fully (laughs) thought she was going to, like, have to get her tongue amputated off. But also you can kind of see that with Tamara. Like, you can, like, see her, like... Her brain being like, what can I do? Yeah, like, what? how can I, like, poke the bear? Yeah. And I feel like it just draws that type of personality, too, right? If you're going to sign up for a TV show that's literally being so invasive in your life and everything else, you know that, like, you can't... First of all, they're not hiring you to be the type of person that's going to sit there and be a classy bitch. Let's yeah. be real. That's boring. Those people get kicked off after one season. That's. I think that's the problem with like Beverly Hills for me now mm-hmm. is that like it's my favorite one yeah but I think the women are too established and they're like too yes, professional at this agree. point that they're like scared to fuck up their image but like so the true. women on OC like they still live in OC so yeah. like they're like kind of trashier and yeah. like they just like are nuts well I was talking to someone and they were like oh my favorite's Beverly Hills because they have the most money and I like watching, you know, like seeing all their houses and everything like that. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, totally agree. But I completely agree with you in the sense that really like as fun as it is to see the cars and the houses, it's more fun to see them smash those houses and yes. smash those cars. Yes. And um, I agree. Like, you know, Lisa Vanderpump is like, has all these businesses and everything like that. So this is like one drop in her like crazy world. Of all this established stuff that, like, she can't be seen on there doing some crazy shit or, like, cheating on her husband or, like, getting overly wasted or whatever it is. Like, that's not going to fly for her, like, overall brand. Exactly. Whereas ladies on other ones, that's they what they do. nothing to lose, which is why I think I would do so well because, like... Whatever. Nobody knows me. Do you think that they could bring you on? Like, do you think, like, maybe it will I feel like I would make a really good, like, Real Housewives of Vancouver's friend. Ah, you know. Oh my god! I said to Julie the other day, like life goals. I want to be on Real Housewives of Vancouver. Like I want it to be revamped, like the reboot, and uh, and be like the first the like les- out lesbian wife. Oh my god! On Real Housewives that would of Vancouver, be amazing. Can we make that happen? Then you can be my my gay friend. Yes. Um, my favorite some some top moments mm-hmm. from Real Housewives. Um, right. I loved at games night when Brandy and Kim got in that fight, yes. and. Brandy was like, at least I wasn't doing cocaine in the bathroom. And then Kim just looks at her and goes, you're a slut pig! (laughs) (laughs) Like, that is such an iconic line to me. Like, you're a slut pig. If she doesn't have shirts that say that... She's Brandyal. Like, like, what are you doing? You're missing out. Yeah. And that's what most of them do, right? Because most of them don't actually have other businesses. So their businesses become their brand around Real Housewives. Unlike people like Lisa Vanderpump. Because... It's like, they say something or do something on the show and they're like, perfect. Like, I'm Merch. the wino, so I'm going to make, like, bottles of wine or I'm yeah. the whatever. Like Bethany. Know? Yeah, exactly. Well, Bethany fucking, like, kills she it. Is, yeah, so much oh my God, That's slay. also, like, that is, I, I would say, my, like, second favorite moment of all time. What's that? Is at the reunion um, from New York when Bethany's talking about how, what's the crazy one? Ramona, uh-huh. like, ignored her staff, like, ignored uh, yes. Bethany's staff. 
And she was like, well, they're scared of you. And Ramona's like, why would they be scared of you? And then Bethany just, like, loses it. She's like, I don't know. Your tits are out. Your hair's... <laughs> yes, like, I remember Your hair is down to here. You have chicken in your purse. You're drinking rosé behind the couch. You're a horror show. <laughs> and then Ramona's like, well, you know, uh, that's me. And then Bethany's like, have fun with that. That was epic. <laughs> like, so... or. Or in the same same reunion when she uh, when um the countess keeps talking about her penthouse and she's like oh my god get over the penthouse it's a one bedroom it just happens to be on the top floor Bethany comes <laughs> in with the lines just lets them and I feel it. like that's the thing she's like the exception because she has tons of businesses and other things going on but she sold them as well but she like... yeah that's true but she also doesn't give a fuck like she never has. And I think that is her brand. Exactly. So because that's always been her brand, like no one's gonna like leave her for a brand deal because she can of it. Ride that's that hard and fast. That's her thing. But yeah, she sold like Skinny Girl for like 120 million. So like, like whatever she does doesn't even matter. Doesn't anymore. matter. Oh my gosh, I I would be afraid of her. Uh, yeah. I feel like I could take on a lot of the Real Housewives, but I would be afraid of yeah. her. She's scrappy. Yeah. Oh. And but like, and she knows where to cut. Yeah. Like she would give me one of those one liners, and I'd be like. Exactly. Like, I didn't even know I was upset about that, but now I am. Now I am. Okay, so, speaking of Real Housewives, mm-hmm. if you were to be on a Real Housewives, say, of Vancouver, or okay. a Real Housewives, wherever you shall live in the, the future, what would be a few of your taglines? Give me, like, season one to three. <laughs> oh, three. Jesus. Okay, well, my first one, I feel like I would totally be that housewife where... I was just drinking all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because if I was in a room with like seven crazy ladies, I'm, I'm hitting the bottle, right? Yeah. So I feel As like... As you're hitting the bottle right now, like I see how it is. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> One crazy yeah, lady. with you. Like yeah. you come over and I'm like, where's the Hit the bottle. Um, well, first one, I don't know. Because I think first one I'd come out and try and like establish myself in like some way as like the out lesbian wife that's like a business owner okay so you know it would be like it would be like something like like really cheesy and like totally um gay focused like pg because i haven't made enough drama on the season because you know how the next season they usually say it based on the previous season so it would be like something along the lines of like um like you know I, I, I'm literally trying to think of on the spot. Like, oh, I'm, I'm not, like, too prideful, but I am proud. Or, like, something that's like, a, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like, or, like, I'm not too worried about my pride, but I am proud. Like, okay. something. And they would totally try and pitch me that way because they'd be like, oh, finally, we have this, like. Like, get her in there. Get her gay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I feel like if they're booking me for the show, they want me to exactly. promote that. Then I would drink that entire season because yeah. I'd just be like, oh my God, if I'm going to deal with this, I'm drinking. And my next tagline, I have thought about this, would be, oh, so people excited. always say, people always say I'm drinking wine, but that's not true. Sometimes I'm drinking champagne. <laughs> and then I'm like, cheers. <laughs> so it's just like a full alcoholic right. mess. <laughs> or like something maybe even like, like beer because I'm still trying to pitch to lesbians so like 
Pe- people say I can't stop drinking beer, but that's not true. Sometimes I'm drinking champagne. Something like that. People say I can't stop drinking beer, but that's not true. Other times, I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's better. I'm using that. I'm like saying this if I'm already on the show. Like, I'm using that. Yeah, use that sound bite. Manager, write that down. Yeah. Oh my god. Ryan Seacrest, go live. <laughs> Season three, I mean, that's Lord knows. Yeah. I feel like at that point, I would have to figure out who I'm pissed off at. So I could, like, make a. I'd be one of those that makes, like, kind of a direct dig. Totally. At, like, something that previously happened during the seasons. How about you? Um, I think, like, my pitch as, like, a real housewife or, like, a housewife friend, I'd be, like, the Faye Resnick. Like, I would obviously be there for, like, design. And I would right. just talk about, like, yeah. how, like, I'm an interior designer. And right. I'd just be super, like, because, you know, it follows their fucking lives that nobody cares about. I'm yeah. Like, Fight! Fight white women. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, they're like, can you stop talking about all the productive things you're doing? And just, you like, just like hit her other? in the face with a bottle of wine? I'm oh, like, perfect. don't worry. <laughs> a bottle of skinny girl. Yeah. So I think my first one would be like, something to set up the fact that I'm like, you know, like a like builder or like that. So oh, I was thinking okay. something along the lines of like, um, like I build my empire from the ground up. How's the view down there? Oh, that would be good. To make everybody like peasants. Yeah. And um, then you'd have like the one bedroom penthouse. That yeah, to be exactly. On the and then obviously I would have some sort of scandal mm. um, in this, this like first season. Right. And then so season two, I would be, <laughs> this is my season two one. I might build houses, but I'll still wreck yours. <laughs> oh, okay. That is everything. Right. We and need to be on Real Housewives like of actually, Vancouver. Yeah. Real house people of Vancouver. I know. It's such a shame that the title is literally gendered. So yeah. They can't like incorporate gay men because the gay men would really bring a lot of spice to the show. I so feel. true. Like they would really like I feel like if you had a cast of like four women and two gay men as like the mains, it would really like just Yeah hit the roof because they'd be fighting and the other two would just be like yeah (laughs) yeah but then they'd like take the sides and they'd be like really petty and like take the sides oh it would just be so good yeah and then season three i feel like the same it would have to be like some targeted it's always like targeted towards like one housewife or group right so i feel like it would have to be like i'm trying to think of like a design pun that's like rude oh yeah like well you're busy banging your husband's assistant I'm banging these chicks <laughs> I'm banging nails. these chicks and I'm like oh some, no I was going with nails like, but then I remembered you're not actually a builder right I'm not like Bob the builder yeah <laughs> mm. what, I, what about like um, like I would just call one of them out like I'd be like some people around here have no decor sense Carolyn's drapes don't even match like you <laughs> Like, no, just like one a name yeah, specifically. Like, oh my god! Like her curtains don't match her. That like, would be good. Carpet like, or whatever. One good whatever. thing about design, like being a designer, is my my drapes still match the curtains. Yeah, some, like something yeah. like that. that or like good. I'm a designer and Leslie's a stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> just come out yeah. swinging. They're like, yeah. um, Sean, you can't. You can't. I'm like, no, that's not that's it. it. That's it. <laughs> that's Talk to my take. PR person. Yeah, because that's what I'm doing. Um, okay, we need to round out the Real Housewives section, I feel, with saying, what is your favorite Real Housewives? Um, okay, I, like, kind of break it down. My overall, 
Okay. Favorite is Beverly Hills, but like OG Beverly Hills. Like okay, the first yeah. two seasons are so iconic. So like when they have the fight in the limo about her stealing her mom's house. Oh my Amazing. Gosh. Amazing. Um, I have like, I also like New York, but there's so much of it. Atlanta's like, okay. I would say Beverly Hills though. Okay. Yeah. And I'm on the like flip side. I've switched over to Potomac. What? Have you watched Real Housewives of Potomac? I haven't. <gasps> no. No. I oh haven't. my gosh, Sean. You are in for a treat and okay. do not start on this season. Like, if you are listening to, go back to season one, episode one and watch How through. many seasons are out? Like five. Okay. Four, Is it maybe? great? Where is Potomac? <laughs> Potomac is outside of Atlanta. Okay. And it is, the whole like idea of it is it's a very, it's the most, supposed to be like the most expensive zip code. Ever? In, no, in like. Georgia. Oh, okay. So it's supposed to be... I feel like Southern Bells. It, no, it's interesting because apparently it's like a 90% white neighborhood, but it follows all black women hmm. that have like made it into Potomac and they're like making their like places like black women in Potomac. Interesting. But they are something. Okay. Like if you think they are heavy hitting in other Real Housewives, like these women... They do not hold anything back. Oh, perfect. And on top of it, they, like, the most drama I've seen go down with, like, the intermixing and, like, it's, like, great TV. Yeah. okay. And plus they, like, have their, like, interesting, like, slang and way of speaking and, like, um, just different, like, I guess kind of like when you're listening to or watching, I guess, Real Housewives of, what's another example, like, um. Jersey. Yeah, Jersey, where you're watching and, like, certain things they say the first season, you're like, what the fuck does that mean? But then you catch on to their terminology, and, like, now I, like, know it. Oh, my God, Jersey's so good, too. Jersey is so good. But Jersey used to be so so much better. Like, now it's kind of like I watch it to watch because I want to see what's happening in, like, Teresa's life. But the rest, like, really don't care about it. Like, if she fixed her hairline. Yeah, that'll never happen. Okay, to actually round out Okay, yeah, sorry. I I thought that was going to be, like, a quick, like, you say, I say, done. No. No, never. that never happens with us. I don't quickly talk about Real Housewives. Not true. So, just to round this out. So, um, I can explain as a segment. We ask each other questions uh, about something that we know or may not know. And the other person has to answer those questions. They might be bullshitting. They might know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. We will find out. So, on we this see. week's I Can Explain, since we're talking about reality television, guilty pleasures, Real Housewives. Yeah. I'm going to read some taglines from Real Housewives. And you have to tell me if they are real oh, or fake. Oh, this is amazing. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. The first one is, you can't spell pretty without petty. That's real. That's fake. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, I want to know, did you come up with the fake ones? I came up with the fake ones. Oh my gosh, you're so witty. (laughs) That would be a good one. Okay. Um, The second one is, money doesn't give you class, it just gives you money. That's that's real. That's, that's real. real. I even think I can remember who might have said that. I hope so. No, Brandy yeah. Glanville. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, they call me a gold digger, but they just want what I have. Fake. Real. Who said that? Kim Zolciak, Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Fucking classic. Um, Do you stand Kim Zolciak? Uh, she's okay. What? No. I she's fucking like, love her. She's like a huge racist. She is? Yeah. Oh. Cockroach gate, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you on, you're on Nini's side with that? I'm always on Nini's side. Oh, 
Yeah. See, we might have a bit this'll of come, This will come full circle after I finish this segment oh, when we talk about... cannot wait. Okay. Racism. Oh, <laughs> My guilty pleasure. Yikes. Just kidding. Um, everyone, like, literally tunes just, out. Yeah, literally. <laughs> okay, um... My favorite color is diamonds, and it goes with everything. Fake. Fake. That's fake. I, there's something similar to that, I feel. There is something similar to that. Is it? Uh, I forget what Like, it. something about diamonds go with everything, but that was fake. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, I may not be the... Oh, wait. I may not be the sharpest tool in the shed, but I'm pretty. Fake. Real. Oh, my God. Who said that about themselves? Uh, Kristen from New York. I have no idea. Okay. I didn't watch that season. Um... My life is in the fast lane. Hope you can keep up. Oh, that's that's real. That's fake. What? <laughs> that sounds like such an Erica Jane thing to say. On that note, not it's not Erica Jane, but my tank is full and I'm driving into the future. That's real. That's real, yes. And who is, who is that? Vicky that's... from the OC. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. <laughs> I never throw the first punch, but I'm always a knockout. That's real. That is real. Melissa Gorga. Yes. I'm back to bring the zen. Namaste, bitches. That's real. That's Teresa. It's not. It's Dina. What? Yeah. Oh my god, that's so... Teresa, like, literally stole her gig. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, You can never be too young, too thin, or too honest. That's real. That is real. That's Joyce. And the last one is... Gamble on me, and you're sure to win. Real. Real. And the real housewife's name is Gamble. No way. Yes. She's from uh, Melbourne. Mel- oh my God. Melbourne. Real housewife of Melbourne. I've never watched, watched those. That. No. Oh my God. I got to get up on that. Exactly. So we're going to take a quick moment to thank our sponsor, New Vodka Soda. If you haven't tried it already, try it like now. Like, like run yesterday run to the liquor store yeah. because I used to completely avoid the vodka mixed beverage section in the liquor store because there's three things that that did to me it made me feel disgusted because they were so sugary mm-hmm. um they tasted fake so it was like I was drinking medicine and then the next morning I'd feel like terrible. hot turds yeah. yeah like absolute shit so, um, I avoided it for a long time. And then when I tried nude vodka soda, I was like hesitant because of those reasons. And I tried it and it's one of my favorite alcoholic beverages now. It's legitimately one of my favorites. Like it's so none of those terrible things. It has no added sugar. It's all natural flavors. It is literally vodka, natural, natural flavoring whether it's the cucumber mint or you know the strawberry kiwi and soda so it's like you made that at home and let's be real no one has the time these days to cut up a cucumber and like like, mash some mint but it tastes exactly like you did yeah so um yeah super happy to have nude vodka soda as our sponsor because i love it and I want you all to try it because it's just I that great. I want you to love it as much as we do. Exactly. Drink it. Drink it. So I think I kind of like lied slightly at the start of this when I said that I don't have like real guilty pleasures. Okay. Because I don't in terms of like things that I like 
like like real housewives and trashy like mm. TV and music and stuff like that. But however, there are, I would say, and I don't think this is how people really interpret guilty pleasures, but there are some things that are like legitimate guilty pleasures. Yeah. And those things are like people like Iggy Azalea or like Azealia Banks. Oh. Like people that I'm like, I know it's a guilty pleasure because you're like a actual like like Aze- like ah, Iggy Azalea, like because they're like problematic. Yeah, is like literally just like stealing black culture and like yes. Azalea Banks is like very oh mentally gosh. ill, but killing chickens in her closet. She, what? Pardon? You didn't know that? Mm-hmm. Azalea Banks, oh the gosh. rapper. Uh, she. Do literally, I want this? To do you know like? Do you know like? Uh, I'm I'm probably gonna pronounce this wrong because I'm not like of a Spanish descent, but yeah. like Brujeria, I think it's called. It's like B R U J E R. I a anyways, it's like Spanish witchcraft essentially, and she was killing chickens in her closet for like witchcraft purposes, and I was like, imagine killing chickens and still being like a flop. Oh God! Like yeah. you're doing everything you can. <laughs> <You're> doing... <laughs> like if the witchcraft isn't working, maybe it's not your game. It's... No. <laughs> Yeah, so things like that are like okay, actual I, I hear you there. legitimate guilty pleasures. Mm-hmm. Like people. And you that know I'm... what? That is true because when we started this segment, I was like, "Oh, I don't care what people know of my guilty pleasures because there is different levels, right? Yeah. There's the reality TV that I know I'm going to get. Like, if I'm at a dinner table, there's going to be a couple people that are like, "Oh, you watch that trash? That's terrible." But if I'm at a dinner table and I say I like someone who is like known to be problematic. It's not like, oh, you like that? It's like, oh, so you're racist. It's or like, like, oh, you love cultural appropriation. Or like, oh, you're promoting someone who's literally an awful person. Yeah. Like the other night I was out and this girl was like so stuck on the fact that she loved Chris Brown. Oh. Like that. Yeah. And I was like, no, you can't love him. Like, no. And she was like, why? Like, I get that he's like a cheesy rapper. I'm like, no, 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 because he beats women. Yeah. But I say that, but then now internally thinking, like, there are plenty of people. Well, that's like when we had that conversation about about Eminem. Yes. Yes. So if (sighs) people very close to me know that I stan Eminem. I love Eminem. I love his music. I do not readily put that out there on, like, the internet. Like, this is probably the first time I'm saying it on the internet because I know, and rightfully so, I will get backlash because I know why I should not like Eminem. Like, I should not support him. We were in your kitchen and you were like, fuck, I just love... You and Julie were like, I love Eminem. And I was like, he literally, like, raps about, like, killing his ex-wife and then dumping her body in a lake, like, with his daughter and, like, breaking, like, tables over, like, faggots' backs and stuff. But also, like, I, like, fancy is the bop of the generation and she literally is, like, the the queen of cultural appropriation. And like fucking Azalea Banks is killing chickens left, right, and center. So. Oh my god! Yeah, so that is Pick the your true guilty pleasure where you know putting it out there would like be really awful. And you know, I wish I I could say that I had a high enough moral code that I was able to just like write off every single person that ever did anything wrong. Yeah, like there's more. There's some that are more extreme than others. Like I hear you on the Eminem thing, but there's other people that like you know they tweet a few things. And I'm like, eh, that's not good. Like, Cardi B t- 
tweeted a bunch about transgender people. And her, like, fiancé tweeted about, like, gays and yeah, has, like, and it's like, homophobically lyrics. Yet, finesse comes on and everyone's, like, living. And I'm so. like, yeah. <laughs> 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 Literally. So it's, yeah, I read a post actually, interestingly enough, on Facebook the other day by a local Vancouver DJ. And they were saying how they're making a pact this year to, at their gigs, not play problematic artists. But who can you play at this point? Exactly. Everyone in the comments. Kelly Clarkson? Yeah, actually, though. (laughs) Like, everyone in the comments was like, wow, like, yeah, I love that. Like, I hate going to the club and, like, hearing, like, and I, I hear you. Like, we're going to a queer women's event and we're hearing, like, bend that bitch over and smack her ass. Like, you know, like, okay, I no, get it. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I'm the one on the dance floor, like, woo! Bend that bitch over! So, like, I'm, I read that status and I'm like, good for you. But at the same time, like, if you take away all that music, like, what are we left with, like, it's also, Honestly. it's hard because I, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe like people would listen to Chris Brown. Like Chris Brown for mm-hmm. me is like the number one. I'm like, I would never yeah. support him. But then I'm like, who am I? Mind you, I think like violence is like a step above. Like he's literally violent against women and yeah. people and like is like a piece of shit. Yeah. But then I'm like, who Opposed am I? Opposed to like ignorance. Yeah. Who am I to like rank the levels of like who, me being a white worst. person being like oh Iggy Azalea only you know like steals yeah, a little like, bit of black she's not culture that bad. Yeah, you know, she's yeah. never like hit anyone yeah. but like then it's awkward because you like meet some people and they've maybe ranked it I don't actually rank it I don't have like a fucking board or like yeah, a no, exactly, sketchbook yeah. but you meet people and they're like I can't believe you would listen to this because it's like and then you find this out for that, me is horrific. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, well, shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are definitely like Megan well, Trainer. I'm like, she's literally set women back like fifty years. Oh yeah, but like she has some hits. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that you're right in saying that because we're coming from like a privileged standpoint of like both being white and not, you know, it's easy to not be affected when things don't affect you. Yeah. So it's easy to be that person that's like, oh, I'm going to turn a blind eye to that because, you know, I'm not black and I don't know what it feels like to be, have my culture appropriated or whatever it may be. But then in the same breath, it's like, I I literally want to know the set list. And unless you're just doing like some DJ set where there's no fucking lyrics and it's just like, beep, 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 Like that's my first hit track, clearly as a DJ. Then what are you playing? Exactly. Because I, I, I cannot... They, they, oh, I just had a stroke. I'm sorry for that. The coughing. This strokes. is the second episode you've had a stroke. It's constant. See your doctor, folks. I'm not okay. <laughs> Guilty pleasures can be taken in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously the obvious one is like trashy mags and like reality TV. Trashy men. And all that stuff, you know. And then this was like another level... Then there's a whole other level, which I feel like we can make a whole other episode on, which okay, we should I'm do. Where's this going? Which is like things that are gross or like <laughs> other people would frown upon in your everyday life. That's a guilty pleasure for you. Like earlier, I talked about picking my nose. Okay. So like, we need to make an episode about things that are just. We're just like, gonna talk about how gross we are for an hour. <laughs> well, kind of, but no, like more like mundane, but like mundane stuff that you like. Okay. Like. 
Yeah, do you get where I'm going with yeah, this? Yeah, I get where you're going. Can you, like, like I was thinking today because you said the guilty like pleasure. Like, olives. No, I'm kidding. I love olives. I love olives, too. Oh, my God. But, like, yeah. Okay. But, like, I, when you were telling me about guilty pleasures, I, I really didn't know which route we were going. So, I right. came, like, ready to play. You're like, you know? I like picking my nose. Yeah. Oh, right. So, yeah. <laughs> Reality television, I had too. to slip that in there somewhere, and, and thank God I did. But, um, or, like, guilty pleasure, ice cubes. Like, filled to the brim with, like, a little bit of, like, I put, like, a full cup of ice cubes, and then I'll, like, put, like, a tiny bit of wine, and then I'll just, like, keep adding the wine, but it always has to be full of ice. Okay, no, that's not a guilty pleasure. That's that's not? sociopathic behavior. Okay, but yeah, see, that's why it's a guilty <laughs> pleasure, because it's really embarrassing when you go to a restaurant, you're like, can I have a, yeah, can I have this $12 glass of wine? But yeah, can you bring me a huge tumbler full with ice, and I'm just going to, like, awkwardly at the table pour this expensive wine and dilute it into the ice and like one sip at a time and then add more wine. Like that's embarrassing to ask for. So I don't do it in public. So it's a guilty pleasure. But at home, when I buy my bottle of wine, I get my ice. And I just put it in the freezer. No, 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 no. It's a complete people who are listening and know the ice situation. Okay, nobody listening knows the ice situation. (laughs) They do. Trust me. On that note. Okay, then yes, we will definitely do that. In the future. Okay. And on that note, guilty pleasure. KSMR. That's my guilty pleasure. We're both fucking getting yeah. together. We're getting low. Get low, get low, get low. Speed. To the windows. Eyes. To the walls. To the walls. What? Until all these bitches crawl. <laughs> Kind of. I think it'll work. Okay. (laughs) So thank you humans so, so much for listening to this week's... Why did I just turn into a radio announcer? Thank you, Emma. So, so much. (laughs) 
for listening to this week's episode of I Can Explain podcast. Um, we kind of intended it to be guilty pleasures, but it mostly turned out to be like us just talking about the Real Housewives. Yeah. So like, if you are still listening, thank you. If you clicked after we started saying the single word Real Housewives, uh, bye. Bye. No, that's true. Like this one, usually we thank you at the end, but like really thank you for still yeah, being thank here. You. Thank you so much. You deserve an award. Yes. If you want to see what we actually look like, you can check us out on Instagram at Brianne Williamson and at Sean.Lusk. You can also follow I Can Explain podcast on Instagram. We post all of the answers to Gay SMR there. We give you all the new info on the episodes that are coming up. And there's lots of cute photos of us just like frolicking around. So, so cute. So, so much frolicking. Yeah. So go follow us. Also- <laughs> go follow us over there. Um, also make sure that wherever you're listening, you are followed or subscribed, whether that's on iTunes, Apple podcast or SoundCloud. We really appreciate your support and we will see see you around around the neighborhood. neighborhood.